You are now listening to the NYYST Podcast. Welcome back. This is episode 185 of the NYYST podcast. I am your host, Christian, and I'm doing the show by myself today because Chris is a piece of garbage. You! And no, I can never do this to my boy, Stack Guy Rob. What up? So, no, Chris is not a piece of garbage. He's the water that resides on the bottom of a trash can on a hot day. That's what the he water is. that's so smart. That without it, this <laughs> podcast wouldn't even be produced. I'm sure Ryan can figure it out. Nah. Yeah. Are we yeah. going to pretend like it's Thursday? Like, do you want to pretend like it's Thursday and then that we're getting psyched up for opening day? Ryan, just give yourself more credit than that, bro. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. you're oh, in a movie sh- with Michael Keaton, bro. You're in a movie with Batman, dude. Batman, that is true. And then Joe Gordon Levitt's kind of technically. In the Nolan universe, he's Batman now, too. So two Batmans. Yeah, it's a little bit of a stretch, but for you all, he's I'll in the let cave at the there. end, right? Uh, but yeah, no, the movie I worked on, The Trial of the Chicago Seven, will be on Netflix in October. Is that definite? Yeah, yeah it's a hundred percent. They signed the deal uh, with the studio. I forget which studio it was, but do they you guys want to have a Paramount? Uh, I think they moved it from Paramount to Netflix. You guys want to have like a watch party? Movie star guy Rye and hit Ryan will sign autographs exclusively on the NYYST podcast. Yeah. So yeah, if you are it. going to, if you're going to watch Ryan uh, on Netflix in the uh, trial of the Chicago Seven, leave us a five star rating or review and let us know you're excited for the movie. Should be a good movie, man. The there's nothing really. I mean, there's nothing else going on right that to get excited over. No, right? not, not at the end of October, especially. I yeah, mean, like, I feel what, like what by I, then, Dr. Gofouch will definitely shut off, shut down the season. Football will be shut down by then. So, so you, you have nothing better to watch. We are recording here Wednesday evening. This time tomorrow, fingers crossed, Garrett Cole will be buzzing fastballs past mm-hmm. members of the Washington Nationals. I looked at the uh, the forecast it's not pretty. That's uh, fucking bullshit, bro. Let me tell you one thing. Let me say one thing. And I don't give a fuck who's religious. I'm going to say it. God does not exist if it fucking gets rained out tomorrow. End of story. Because this is torture for good people like us who do nothing but good things for other people who care for our family and our children. And all What's we ask for is baseball. You, you, uh, you took part in. What today? I fed my daughter. I didn't have to do that. <laughs> by by law, you do. Yes, you you says a sixty percent chance of rain for seven. No, in let me Washington, tell you something. DC tomorrow, let me tell you something. Uh-huh. If this fucking happens, I'm done. I don't even want the season to start. But they have off Friday just in case this happens, right? It, it doesn't matter. Like why we waited so so long? I'm not so waiting another, another day? day. No, I'm not. Are you going to kill yourself? <laughs> no. <laughs> Why can't you wait another day? Are you dying? Because it's not want- fair. Is there some? Is there? Oh, it's not fair. No, mommy, listen, mommy. Ryan took my Legos. It's not fair. There's certain things in life that I think are worth complaining about, where we can say they're not fair without criticism. The weather. This is one of them. You can't control the weather. Right. 
I know, which is what makes it unfair. You're not a Batman villain. You don't have like one. Of, you don't have a machine that controls the weather. You know, there's no I, Batman villain that that can do that. Penguin kind of does something like that. Penguin doesn't exist. <laughs> right, and, and neither does uh, you controlling the weather. So I mean, this is this is just a year that it's been. This is 2020 in a nutshell, right now. If we get thunderstorms in DC tomorrow night, I can't, we can't imagine play this game. I honestly cannot imagine waiting. It's not just the day. It's that it's all this leading up to it. We can't even have our fucking opening day. Friday thunderstorms in the forecast as well in Washington. Fine, shut your mouth now. Now you're just piling on. Yeah. I want them to play tomorrow, man. I would suck. Nah, they'll get the game in. They'll get the game in. You don't want them to get the game in. Like, why, Why? you know, we've had all this hot weather. You know, what do we got to have thunderstorms for tomorrow night? Nah, I honestly, I think they'll play. I think they'll be fine. Just, oh, Mr. Positivity now. No, it's just a hinch. Just a hitch. It's a hinch. No, it's a, it's a hunch. Hunch. The, the AJ word. Hinch. AJ Hinch. So how can you be Mr. Uh, you know, top-notch producer of this show, but you your vocabulary is like the level of like a, a mild, uh, <laughs> oh. you know, like a mild hot sauce packet that you get at Taco Bell. Like that's how that's your intelligence level right now. My vocabulary is, is up to par. I'm on a I'm on a 31 year old reading level. You only know the word park because it's a golf term. <laughs> no, seriously, I was talking about AJ Hinch. I wanted to segue into AJ Hinch. Why? Because I'm hearing that he's already in talks with the Astros. Yeah, no one cares, and you didn't hear that. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> well, before we actually get into uh, the crux of the show here, with uh, you know breaking down the uh, season as it's about to open this is supposed to be the big hype show get you ready for the 2020 season you hopefully you're listening to this thursday morning getting psyched up for garrett cole it's not even gonna happen what did you say it's not even gonna happen ryan how did you live with this guy for all all your life i don't know man the more years we're apart the more i ask myself that same question did this can i ask you a serious question ryan yeah did this bitch spoil Santa Claus for you? No, I no, saved Santa no, Claus my, for him, actually. my grandma did. <laughs> she goes, you know Santa's not real, right? I'm like, what? No, no see, see, Santa's real. He's just not, it. you know. And right now, now you triggered him. Now he's leaving. He's got to turn the air off. This is why I'm glad we do the shows. This is one of the benefits of doing the shows remotely for me, at least, is that Ryan doesn't turn the air conditioning off. Damn, it's freezing up here. I know it's gonna get so hot. Well, I was just out. I in don't the even rain, know if bro. our videos cold. working I'm gonna get this a, week. I'm gonna get a cold now. For some reason, my Ryan, computer's just, just extremely slow this week. It's a hundred degrees out. Yeah, but it was raining out there. Cold. It's the rain. All right. So anyway. Like we said, this is the big hype show. We're going to break down some things uh, as we move along here. Uh, we do want to apologize. Uh, we had a big announcement, kind of a big announcement last week that we're going to have some new merch, some merchandise, uh, some promo codes, and then we went to get it all set up. And our, our supplier told us that uh, COVID-19 has kind of screwed everything up for them, so we can't come and um, – you know, make any new merch right now, which really sucks because I was really excited about the idea that we had that we were going to come out with uh, for Friday before the uh, before the exhibition game against the Mets. So it sucks. 
Um, They're starting to fulfill some orders again. So that's a good thing. I think that maybe within the upcoming weeks, we might be able to put something out again. But, I mean, we're dealing with a manufacturer within the United States, so things are a little difficult right now. So we do want – I mean, it's out of our control. I'm sure people understand, but we do want to apologize for that because I don't like not delivering for our fans. So I do, do want to say that. But hopefully the Yankees do deliver for their fans. And we know the the Dodgers delivered for their fans. They threw a boatload of money at Mookie Betts today. They delivered for, for Yankee fans too because it was so enjoyable going on Twitter and listening to – Yeah, what was Watching that, uh... all these – Red Sox fans bitch all day. Jared, how do you say that? The Jared Caravan. He's like, enjoy enjoy your 60 games, Dodger fans. That's what he said. Yeah, no, fucking loser. Mookie Betts signed a 12-year, $365 million extension to uh, remain a uh, Los Angeles Dodger for the remainder of his career. I mean, good for Mookie. Uh, I, we were, I was wondering, you know, how free agency might affect him with uh, – the, the coronavirus and you knew that the owners were maybe going to take it out of the player's pocket somewhere and he was just like give me my money and the Dodgers gave it to him and he's he's going to be a Dodger for for, for uh, looks like the rest of his career so I mean that's the second largest I mean, contract ever behind Mike Trout too I think I mean good for him yeah I, he deserves it I mean if if anyone's going to make that money right now it's it's a young MVP caliber player like Mookie Betts. You think it was a smart? Out, you I think see. it was a smart move or no? To get three hundred sixty-five million dollars and play for one of the two best teams in Major League Baseball. Yeah, I think it was a smart move. You think he would have gotten more from Boston? I don't know. Don't they have payroll issues? And that why they traded him in the first place? Yeah, I don't. I don't know if they would have uh, shelled that out. You know who I don't want to hear from today is Met fans. You weren't signing Mookie Betts. I don't care. If Jeff Bezos owned the what they New thought York they Mets, were, they thought they were getting bets. That was a thing. They thought that they thought because they thought they were going to have Stevie Cohen money and they were going to be in the running for Mookie bets. Oh come on! <laughs> you you got to you got to get the guy to buy your team first before you're starting to think about who he's gonna who he's gonna buy. Met, for you. Mets fans have a little bit more to worry about today with that Marcus Stroman news. Oh, Mr. Softer and Wet Bread over there is yeah, on fuck the IL, which I never, I don't, I don't, I don't root for guys to get hurt. But when you're soft like Marcus Stroman and you're running your goddamn mouth and you wind up on the IL before the season starts, it's calf tightness. It's, it's you know. saying here that it, it's week to week. So. I heard he had a, t- yeah, no, I heard I, a tear as well, muscle. Oh well. Wasn't he that? What was he saying? Will not uh, require surgery to repair his calf tear, but it is week to week. What was he saying last year? He was talking shit. He was tweeting some shit. bullshit. He 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 tweets a lot he with his fans. Christian and him, they got into a little bit of a oh yeah. A, didn't a didn't he block that. you? Yeah, he blocked me. I didn't uh-huh. even say anything uh-huh. that offensive. I didn't even think it was offensive. To be we'll, honest with we'll you, I know. I know he might have taken it that way because he's soft, but you know. You want me to fuck him up? Don't for you? he don't. You know where he is. You want to go to his house? I'll fuck him up. I honestly, I used to like Stroman, man. I liked him from when he played for the USA team. Yeah, I still like him, and I think he's got a good story. Right? Did you ever see Jane Silent Bob Strike Back? Yeah, I love that movie. 
Remember when they they beat up the guy that called him clown shoes on the internet? Yeah, they go to his house. Let's, yeah, let's do that to Marcus Stroman. Yeah, he's probably got a gate up there though. We're probably gonna struggle. Fifteen there, bucks. Hope we go Little for his legs. Man, put that shit in my hand. So, uh, what else happened today? I think that uh, the uh, Major League Baseball is trying to. Uh, they're trying to get this in under the wire. They got to agree to it before the game starts tomorrow night. They're trying to uh, last ditch effort to expand the postseason to 16 teams this year. Wow. I didn't know that that was still a possibility for this year. Yeah. And I don't. And say uh, this one more time. Say it one more time. Did you not hear me? The no, first time? just say it again. Major League Baseball is trying to get the postseason expanded to 16 teams. They have to have an agreement in place before the game starts tomorrow night. Why? We know why. Uh, let me tell you something. If yeah, that... Tell me something. Uh... Okay. So what is it at? Oh, so what is it at now? It's 10 at teams. 10 teams. Now they want to make it 16? Yes. Oh, God. Eight teams in each league, you know? And they're saying the first round... That's more than 50%. Team. Okay, very good, Math Major. Uh, they said that the the uh, first round would probably be three best of three. Uh, so, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of it. I, I thought I wanted expanded postseason just for the shortened season, but now we're you know let's not do this right now. You, you had all this time to negotiate. Now, now you're now, this is like a Christmas. We were just talking about Santa Claus earlier. This is like Christmas Eve shopping right now. You forgot to get somebody a present, and you're at the mall an hour before it closes on Christmas Eve, and now you're just running around trying to get somebody something. This is what it, this is what it screams like to me. So just forget it. You had your chance to do it. You, you, and you didn't get it done. So move along here. Yeah. Forget it. And honestly, we have enough enough being altered at this point. Like, we have enough being altered in our schedule and where they're traveling and when, how many games they're playing. Why fuck with the post? And I get it. Like, if they wanted to go to one extra team, maybe on each, on each side, then... Maybe I'd be okay with that because you have to assume that you're going to have teams that normally shouldn't be in the postseason making the postseason with well, the short year. Well, that's part of Major League Baseball's worry. Somebody, I, it might have been Jeff Passan, it could have been somebody else that tweeted it. That part of the thinking behind this is not only, well, I would say it's probably like 90% the money, and partly that Major League Baseball believes if. You have an expanded postseason. All the teams that should be there will be will there. Be like there. The, but like, let's say the Yankees or Dodgers get off to a slow start. Five teams, they might not make the postseason. You know, you might see a, a team like anybody can get hot for 60 games. You might see like the Marlins squeak in or somebody like that. But if you have eight teams, then the thinking is that, that the top teams that are that should be there will be there so they're worried kind of of the legitimacy of the postseason if the yankees don't make it but say the orioles do yeah but like here's my problem though as much as i understand that logic and and that you know mindset my issue is that this is it like this should if we're gonna if we're gonna legitimize any team who wins it whether it be the fucking 
Pirates or the Yankees, right? Whoever wins it, wins it. We have to go into this being okay with anyone winning this thing. Because if you're going to say that if your team wins, it counts 100%, then you have to feel that way for all teams. I think that's only fair. So at that point, what they're doing now is altering it so that it's not just this. It's not just a 60-game season. We have to make sure that the right teams are making the right moves to make it to the postseason. No. I'm sorry. This is it. 60 games. If your team isn't good enough to make it, then things shouldn't be altered for them to make it because it's being altered already. So if you can't deal with that, then it's not legitimate to me. I can deal with it. I don't think Major League Baseball wants to deal with it. I think their thinking is, hey, we're, we're going to make money this year is in the postseason. So, you know, people are going to want to see the Yankees and Astros. They're not going to want to see the White Sox and Orioles play each other, you know? Yeah, I get it. I, I understand it. But at some point, I need more legitimacy out of it. I do. And going from 10 to 16, that's a that's a pretty steep jump. That's not adding two teams. Just, that's, that's a lot. You didn't lose us. We're here. All right, there you go. All right, so I don't know. Any other news before we actually, you know, we, we keep rolling here is the uh, the Toronto Blue Jays or a team went out of home. Uh, Canada said no to letting uh, them play in uh, Rogers Center. <laughs> and then Pittsburgh they was like, wanna... maybe you can, and no. And then uh, – Toronto, the team, didn't want to play in Buffalo because it's a triple-A park. They wanted to play in the Major League Park. And they're, they're going to use the excuse that you can't socially distance in the minor league uh, clubhouse, which is really was they want entities of a uh, Major League clubhouse. So they can mask it as saying, oh, social distancing, but we know why. And then they were look like they were going to play in uh, PNC, where the Pirates play, and then Pennsylvania was like, nope, not going to happen. Hmm. So they're without a home. And I know a few weeks ago we had talked, um, you know, surprise teams, teams that could, you know, sneak into the postseason. Be, you know, I I had the the Blue Jays, and uh, I don't know. I think this might negatively affect them that they're kind of don't have a home stadium to play in this year, and you know, this might not work out too well for them. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think I think shit is so all over the place at this point that I mean, let's let's first start by saying this. They're not coming from like Yankee Stadium. Like they're not coming from a five-star fucking beautiful stadium, right? They're coming from a fucking piece of shit. I've been to that stadium. It's miserable. Okay, so the stadium looks like on the inside, but their clubhouse. Yeah, but their clubhouse is probably just as shitty, right? Uh, it's got to be. It's going to be hard to be just that that crappy it, as the way to stay. It can't be that nice. So, I think. Oh, it's got to be nicer than whatever they were going to be facing in Buffalo if they turn that shit down. Uh, why don't they go to Trenton, man? That stadium looks beautiful. Where again, they they're gonna they're probably use the same. Uh, excuse that they want to play in a major league stadium. <laughs> I'm sorry, but <sighs> whatever. It, it's it's not because of the fans, right? It's because of what you're saying. 
So, but maybe their clubhouse is nice. I mean, it's a Yankee affiliate. Give it a yeah, shot. I don't, I don't know, bro. You you want Toronto Blue Jays playing in the in the Trenton Thunder yeah, Stadium? I do. I want to actually beat them in my own affiliate's ballpark. Okay. Okay. I don't. Do I that. I don't think it'll affect them. Uh, I think they're too young, naive, and I think enough shit is all over the place at this point. It's not like a regular season where they're the only ones being thrown around. I mean, no, they are the only ones being thrown around. Thrown around lo- location wise, but I'm saying everything's all over the place. Everything's different right now. Not like this. They have no home base. At least the Yankees can go home. Maybe they week. shouldn't play. I mean, maybe if Canada if Canada wants to fucking shut down sports, then screw them. What are they going to do in the NHL? No, we talked about this. It's because the NHL is going to live in a bubble up there. They don't want to travel back and forth. Stupid. It's so ridiculous to me. I mean, either do it or don't. Do it or don't. Do it or don't. Don't do it or do it. Don't do it or do it. I mean, that's it. You ever see Starsky and Hutch, the movie with Ben Stiller? No. Do it. it. You know what what MLB should do? MLB should pull the team from Canada after this. Plain and simple. There's no reason why these guys can't play in a stadium without fans. There's no fucking reason. There's no reason. It actually should be illegal for anyone in Canada and the Canadian government to tell MLB what they can and cannot do within a stadium when they're not putting anyone else at risk but their own people. That should not be legal. Can we agree on that? No. I won't disagree with. No, I, I, I'm being serious right now. Can you please I'm answer not, me? No, I'm not. I don't agree with that because you cannot play. You cannot play your sport that you pay millions to be a company and to do this. You cannot do this here. Why? Because of the travel. We have travel bans in oh, this country. Jesus Christ. Whatever then. Whatever. I don't agree with it. Oh, oh, oh! Disagree with Chris. So now we have to change the subject. Okay. It's just ridiculous. It's the, it's the same thing as having a travel oh, ho- ban. Oh, hold on, hold on, Christian. Hold on. Sorry, I'm chewing on ice. Love ice. L- let's t- let's talk about this because you want to be the fucking person, right, who 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 puts me down, right? So let's talk about something serious right now. Governor Cuomo, beautiful Governor Cuomo of New York, just yeah. traveled from uh, Georgia, which is one of the states on the list, back to New York. Guess why he's not quarantining, Christian? Guess why there's no travel ban for him? Because he's an essential worker. Well, guess what? Clearly, baseball players are essential, right? Because they're playing during oh, this. They? Therefore, they're essential workers. Therefore, why do they have to quarantine? Why is there a Who travel think- ban on them? It's not. It doesn't happen for governors. This is different. No, they're it's not fucking co- different. Yes, it is because they're leaving the country. Oh, they're leaving the country. Ooh. And, and and talking to who? Themselves in a clubhouse? Come on. What happened? You, you, no, really. Just admit how think? stupid this is. is. Just no, at least of, admit how fucking stupid it is. Think about what's going to happen when the, the game is over. Where are they going to go? Who's going to force them to stay in the hotel all night and not go run around the city? Uh, Their fucking conscience? <laughs> oh, well, we've uh, seen so how sorry. Well that works for people. Is the city we? open to run around in, Christian? We have. I don't it know, sounds like it's not. You, it sounds like it's not. They're not even letting players in a stadium by themselves. No, no, letting people travel from America into the country. Fucking ridiculous. If you can't admit you, that it's ridiculous, we're having an I'm not telling. I'm not saying I would. I need to hear the law right now of what's being put in place. I need to hear from you that you think it's ridiculous. I don't think it's ridiculous. Oh God, <laughs> that they don't want 
if you want because they don't want to let uh they don't want what do you call they don't want people traveling back and forth into the country yeah it they're they're workers they're not just people going oh let's go to canada yeah (laughs) no they're fucking workers they work for a company so make the teams responsible for making sure their players aren't going crazy and if i mean the, can't we if, th- if these we are fucking adults bubble, here okay so let's say the yankees are playing the, the orioles right and the orioles are like hey let's just go run around Times square tonight they all catch coronavirus travel up to canada boom now canada has it do you see the logic in that um like i just said don't be stupid be responsible what's the difference tell me this what's the difference of the yankees traveling to baltimore or vice versa and them going out in in the town and spreading it who cares what country you're fucking from because that that's but that's the thing it's a different government that's what it is which makes it stupid Okay, it doesn't stupid. make sense. You can't you can't discuss with the United States government a plan to to make this work where the, where well, where we millionaires all, we, where millionaires can be responsible enough to play their sport and not go out on the town and infect people. Come on, you want to turn this into Fox News? No, let's just fucking just... let's just fucking be adults for a second. Yeah, well, we know how that well that works, don't we? Yeah, it doesn't work too well apparently in either country. In either this country. The, this is the Breitbart podcast hosted by Tommy Lyron, Love Child. <laughs> give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what the fuck you want to call me. I'm smart. I'm sensical. I'm logical. But you're not, not chewing ice. Into the it's mic. Rid- it's, they, they were, it's ridiculous to me that a major league baseball team doesn't have a place to play because you're worried about spreading a virus that they can easily contain by making sure there's things put in place when people go to Toronto to play a baseball game. They don't want them bringing it into the country. Understood. I get okay. it. I and they get can't it. Babysit. Uh, 30 baseball players and coaches they can't babysit everybody i get it all right now Mm. this if you were telling me that uh cuomo was like oh i don't want any teams from maryland coming in here that's a different story he pretty much does say that i solved it this is what they should have done what should they do the bubble is just you can't leave the rogers center remember there's that hotel out there in the outfield make the players go right to the hotel right when they're done can't then they won't get they can't open from, can't from, open from the hotel, the hotel right? you go you bring the bus inside the garage you don't even have to step outdoors ever no yeah Why? it's different than the nhl because they're going to get all these guys in there they're going to test them and then they're not going to leave that's what they if that was the Lock same situation in. i don't think they would have an issue with it it's to constantly travel back and forth. How many times in a week are are, are different people going to be coming in on a homestand for for um, the yeah. Blue Jays? Yeah. You know, have eighty people in and out. Well, it sucks for I the Blue Jays. The, I, yeah, it sucks for them. Why do you think we're having an an, an, uh, an NFL season this year? Because Murphy. Mr. Genius Silver there decided that he's going to waive the quarantine for uh, for people traveling outside if you were part of the NFL. Yeah, of course, because it, because this virus has it picks and chooses when it's going to be threatening and when it's not. Right? 
that's plain and simple. I call it like it is. I don't, I don't need fucking politics or any news report or whatever to tell me what's logical and what isn't. There is zero consistency in this whole thing. So, and, and you know what? I'm, I am fighting for the Blue Jays right now. As much as I hate their guts, I think it's bullshit that they don't get a stadium to play in. I think it's fucking, it's atrocious that that's the ruling on this. Atrocious. Well, we all knew it was a possibility, so I'm not really surprised by it. I can see it from Canada's point of view, but you know, like we said, if they if they weren't, if they were all, if they were doing an MLB bubble, then yeah, I don't think we would have an issue. But you know what? Sucks for them, right? I guess. <clears throat> so, you know, last week we uh, we were having a little fun. Uh, Chris and I were. <clears throat> Ryan, where were you last week, bro? I was working. You know. Oh uh, yeah. You gonna? <laughs> you guys had Guardy on last week. He's always yeah, on when a, you're not able to make BS, it, dude. How was he? Was he any good? Yeah, no, he was all right. Uh, you know what, Ryan? You got to start submitting proper paperwork if you're going to need a day off. Like, I, I'll, I, get, I'll get a doctor's what, note next time, dude. We're, we're going to have to clear with HR. You can't just like change, be, we change. You guys change the schedule on me the day of. Hey, is it okay if we do the pod tonight? No, you, you just, just don't read like, when we first say it. Yeah, because because you, you guys send forty texts. At we'll once. start calling you from now on. I'm, yeah, call me, Facetime me. Huh? Yeah, no. So uh, <laughs> anyway. So anyway, last week, Chris and I were like, oh, you know, we'll just talk shit about our wives because they don't listen to the show. And then it was just like, then they naturally listen, naturally listen. And then your wife, who I'm going to take the task right now, who's got to immediately dime everybody out and, then you know, tell my wife to pick the show up at a certain point. She was wrong. She was two minutes late out of context. She was two minutes late to, to when she was trying to rat us out. I actually had to correct her. If you're going to rat us out, be accurate. So, anyway, the uh, last week, I believe it was Friday, my wife my wife goes out. She goes, bye-bye, baby. She decides that my daughter needs a high chair. Okay, a fine. what? A high chair. You know, it's two words, right? A high it's chair. It's one fucking word. If you're <laughs> from my neighborhood, it's one word. Okay, A high so, chair. So, decides she needs a high chair, right? High comes chair. home. Garrett Cole's fucking pitching. She's like, go get the high chair out of the car. High chair. I'm like, no, I will go get the fucking, I will go get the box when I'm goddamn ready to. Maybe during a commercial, maybe when they take Garrett Cole out of the game, but I'm definitely not getting up right now to go get it. So she goes, oh, I can see this is what my life is going to be like for the next few months. Wow. I go, yeah, when you fucking ask me to when do you chores me. when the Yankees are on. Yeah. yeah, this is what your life is going to be like for the next few months. Yeah, I bet wives I said, are happy about the shortened season. I was like, for I've been 14 more miserable. years. We, no, for 14 years we've been together. You'd think you would understand this shit by now. So where are you staying now? You at a hotel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's so hot up here. You're so lucky that you're not here right now. I'll turn Christian. it back on because I'm kind of hot too. <laughs> <laughs> Look, and. I, where is he going? He's, He's leaving got, again. I know. I'm making to turn the air back on. It's so hot up here. Look, my wife gets it. She understands. But it, you know, it was it was an exhibition game. She knew it was in her squad. 
you know, like she gets it though. She knows. She really, I gotta say, she's good like that. She knows, and especially in this season, she's probably not gonna get, you know, overwhelmed by the amount of games. You know, in one sixty-two, your wife, your wife expects you to miss some of those games. You know, I don't know. I don't miss any games. Oh yeah, I forgot. You know, you miss a father of the year over there, husband of the year. I, I was going to say something, but I got completely distracted by Chris and this what? ice in his yeah. cup, dude. It's disgusting how you eat in that awful. ice over there. It's so loud. I, I listen to it. a podcast where the guy chews yeah, on I like chewing ice, whistle. too. I like doing that, too, but not when I'm doing a podcast. And, and I'm saying disgusting. to myself, like, like guy, like, you can't, like, you have to do that during the show. Like, you got to chew the ice. Like Who does eat, it? You used to eat chips during it. I listen to Jim Ross's podcast. He's always fucking, he's always drinking a Moscow mule and chewing on the ice while he's doing People the show. like that. People like to envision yeah. what they're listening yeah. to. Trust me. It's uh, psych- psychological. Yeah, you're psychological. It's fucking, it's, it's disgusting that people are going to have to listen to you chomping on ice throughout this thing. So anyway, as I was saying okay. here, you know, if you get married, right? To a sports fan, you got to understand this shit is like this shit runs deep. Yeah, like it's part of our blood. It's our DNA. If I took a fucking ancestry test, it would come back pinstripes. I'd come back part Yankee. So <laughs> the reason why I bring this up is because you know I'm a man of the people here. You know, you know our fans reach out to us, the Canadian people. Like seriously, I want I, next time I see you, I'm gonna slap the shit out of you. Like that's <laughs> that's what goes right now. And if you would and if we would have did this show before I saw you on Saturday, I would have stuck your face in a fucking hibachi grill. Oh man, <laughs> <sighs> funny. That was a threat. That was threatening. Call the cops. I don't give a shit. I will. So anyway. You know, I'm a man of the people, and my boy Ryan, not you, Ryan, another Ryan, reached out to me, and he's like, listen, he's like, you guys got to you guys gotta talk about this on the show. You know, my girl doesn't understand that this is, like, life and death. And, like, you know, I'm sorry, Gloria, but, you know, Gloria from Brooklyn, you know, your man wanted me to put you on blast today. Oh, and tell yeah, you, I remember you know, this. You know, and I gotta, you know, you know, Ryan's a good listener to the show, and I gotta, I gotta take up for him, man. Like the season's about to start, like you gotta, you gotta understand, like especially this year. What was her gripe? What was her big gripe? Like she thought uh, he was joking. She thought he was. It was a joke. She thinks that fandom is a phase, and that uh, she doesn't understand how uh, fans can take it as seriously as we do. And I tell you how. Are they married yet? Yeah, no. He calls. He he does reference her as her wife, so as his wife. So ah, so uh, you locked in. You locked in, Ryan. So I do want to say this: like, how if you're if you're like us, this is not something that you just came by. Like you were walking, like you were at Kohl's, and you're like, oh, that looks nice. I'll buy it. And I'll wear it. That does happen a and, lot. And then you're just like, like I'm over it. That's hey, not what it is. You're born into this. Like you're exactly you're born into this, you're born into being a fan. That's Boy. why you take it so seriously. It becomes part of your family. Like they were bringing this up on I think it was Joe and Evan today. Like your team, especially a baseball team that you see every day, is, yeah, becomes your family. It's almost like you see them more than you see your family members because it's like, okay, I just walked in the door, six fifty five, shove a hamburger down my throat in front of the TV. 
I don't care if I see my wife. It's time to watch the game, you know? So Right. I'm not you know, going to agree to any of that, but I do deep down agree. And, like, you, you love them so... You don't miss any games. You just said that. You don't miss any games. I don't so, miss any oh, games obvious... because my wife watches them all with me. Oh. What's fan short for? Fanatic. Fanatic. I mean, Gloria, Gloria. listen. Sweetie. And this Addict. is not just... And you know, and anybody else that is listening to this, and this is not just for Ryan and Gloria. This is for everybody. If you're listening to this show and you need your woman, you need your partner to understand your fandom, or if you're a woman and need your partner to understand your your fandom as well, because we know a lot of women who are way better fans than a lot of guys we know. You're born into this. This is something that comes that that comes with you like second nature. You know, like. You take like Chris said. You do ancestry.com. It's going to come up. Italian, German, Yankee fan. Boom. Boom. Right there. George Steinbrenner. I'm part Irish too, but I always say that, that Irish. I wasn't born. My my father-in-law refuses to admit he's Italian. So. Yeah, I don't get that. Uh, I don't know. He just won't admit that he's Italian. But he married an Italian. He married an Italian. So, you know, Gloria, like, give Ryan a little bit of a – cut this guy some slack here. Like, you married him. You should know. Like, this is – It this sounded is. like Gloria, though, in all seriousness. It sounded like she was making strides, like taking strides here. She, he Ryan said she started listening to the show, right? Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? Did I dream I about know, this? Actually. Did I have a dream about Gloria and Ryan? I hope not. I hope I didn't. Because I can kind of picture what Ryan looks like for some reason right now. Blonde uh, hair, every wavy. Every time you say Ryan, I look. Uh, I'm looking up though. Uh, no, it's not blonde hair and wavy. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's going to be the anxiety level like is going to be triple what it is during a regular normal 162 game yeah. season because every, every loss game. is probably going to count for three mm-hmm. in the standings. You know, the Yankees lose two in a row. It's so really going to feel like they lost six in a row. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so a lot of us are going to be on edge for the next couple of months. So, yeah. you know, just, you know, your partner is going to have to understand that. This is this is life and death. What's, I mean, what does he not, do? What does he do, though? She kind of like never doesn't change your mind does he divorce her i don't know maybe he can whoa maybe the show and get back to us here you know like hey guys like uh you know i appreciate the shout out you know my wife left me now <laughs> appreciate the shout out <laughs> thanks for fucking up my marriage hey you know what no I seriously Gloria. i asked him twice if it was okay to put her on blast like that and he said do it so wow did it yeah well now now it's his fault <laughs> it's on him Gloria. So you know, if anybody has any requests for us, please D, please please DM us. Please, we'll put we'll, take- put we'll put anyone on blast. And Gloria, if you break up with Ryan, I got a nice single friend. He's in New York. He's got a good job. And we'll I'm single. You and my and, name, oh, yeah. we know him. and my name and we got is another Ryan. Ryan so here. it's like boom. You know, you have yeah. to make another Ryan. Yeah. So just to just to kind of put a nice little bow on this, this is this is going to be a short, intense season. You know, we're all going to be neck deep in this shit. Neck deep? You know? Yeah, neck deep, man. Mm. Like, it's going to come up to here. You're going to have to leave yourself just enough room to breathe. I've always gone... <laughs> Got it. Got it. So, there Not you even go. anything to say with it. So, yeah, it's nice. a... You know, if you are if you are a die-in-the-wool hardcore fan, this is, this is something that comes with you from birth. It's like... 
So that's why we take it so seriously, you know. So you, hopefully you understand that. And, you know, you know, d- you know, you can write me an angry email, Gloria. I don't, you know, you can come at me and say, you know, you're a dick for putting me on blast. And you know, I'll take, I'll take, I'll take the bullet from my man, Brian. I will. And I'll, I'll, take I'll, and I'll agree with you, Gloria. He's a dick. But not for putting you on blast. That was Ryan's fault. <laughs> uh, I have a so, question. Who did the Brewers play the other day? Did you guys catch what happened? No. With Christian Yelich? No, I didn't see that. <laughs> he gets up. I don't know if it was against Miami or or whatnot, but they Milwaukee was away, and Christian Yelich gets up and he's announced uh, getting up to to the plate, and they have the fake fans boo him. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> and he's like, "What the fuck is going on?" That's funny. I don't. Maybe it was even it was like in Chicago. In, I think it was it. Yeah, I think it was against the Cubs. Oh man, it was pretty funny. I gotta say. Was he so, Yelich was hurt last year? Yes, he ended up getting hurt in like oh August yeah that was September. terrible that was terrible. I remember that. So now. yeah, final final disclaimer here to anybody who is dating or married to a Yankee fan or to uh, anyone named Ryan. Back the fuck off because we we're I'm just telling you this is going to be if you don't like how your 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 significant other acts during a normal baseball season, move the fuck out of the house because it's going to be a lot worse right now. Oh, it's going to be ten times worse. And the overreaction, like you know, your mood, you know, your mood is based on how well the Yankees are playing. And I'm telling, like I said, two a two game losing streak is going to feel like six this year. So no, you want to know what it's going to be like, honestly. You know how when it's the first week of the season. And Yankee yeah. fans, Yankee fans on Twitter are like, "This fucking team sucks." That's how it's going to be all year, every game, every game. So, there you go. All right, Ryan, you owe me twenty bucks. You can Venmo me for what? I thought he meant me, but I think he's talking about this other Ryan. Oh, the other Ryan. Oh, are yeah. are you charging for this to put people on did. blast? Yeah, I'm on Cameo, bro. This is what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'd pay for that. Cameo is anyway, great. Anyway, so uh, let's actually break down the previous season a little bit here. I don't really know what we need to talk about uh, because the Yankees are fucking stacked. Their backup outfield is better than most outfields. Uh, well, you know, I definitely want to talk about the poll you put out. Frazier, Guardy, and Talkman is a better. You know that's better than most teams starting outfields, and that's their kind of backup outfield. Right. So. Uh, you, they got. If you don't think Garrett Cole is the best pitcher in baseball, then he's the second best pitcher in baseball. This lineup is is ridiculously loaded. You're gonna have a guy like Gio Rochelle who hit over 300 last year, batting ninth most likely. Uh, so, I mean, there's not many question marks. But what we, you know, what we really wanted was the fans to let us know, like, what are your, you know, what are your question marks? What are you worried about? What are some things you're thinking about heading into the season? Um, so we got some responses here, and we'll just go through them, and um, you know, we'll take it from there. Uh, Patrick, who I got to put him on blast. We got we miss Patrick dearly. We do. We have really you know really haven't chatted with Patrick much lately. But we, you know, Patrick is the OG of MYYST, uh, and he asked us. He goes, "It has to be pitching." He says, "Can you fellows give me your starters, and who will be the difference in getting us firstly the pennant in the and then the World Series?" Um, 
is the pitching really that, that big of an issue? Listen. I really don't think the bullpen is, right? Listen, no. when you have a, a have a shortened season where you can utilize these guys a lot more out of the bullpen, you're not you're not putting as much mileage on their arms throughout the season. When you have that mixed with a ro- a rotation that starts with Garrett Cole and James Paxton, your pitching is not the issue. It's just not. And they'll have those extra guys for at least the first two weeks, and then it kind of progressively I mean, guys, let's, shrinks. Yeah, let, and let's not forget about a guy like Chad Green, right, where you can really throw in anywhere. They're they're saying that Chad Green will most likely open a game that first week of the season with Montgomery down, and then Montgomery will eventually get called up within the second week, I think, of the season they're talking about. Well, Paxton is going to go uh, in game two. And then it uh, looks – this is – Brian Hook tweeted this yesterday, and, he, and uh, he, it's, the, it's, it's his rough guess at a pitching plan. And I think Paxton was confirmed for game two. It looks like opener, Hap, back to Cole, Jordan Montgomery, Paxton, and then when they start the season uh, series with Boston at the end of July, Tanaka will be slotted back in. So Tanaka's a little bit behind after game nearly – I guess you can't say he didn't get nearly killed because he kind of walked away from it. Yeah, good for him. So he's Chris, back already. Chris, you were so adamant last night um, about why Jordan Montgomery was sent down. Do you want to re- do you want to back off that now? Why? Because what did you say? Why that we were we were a couple of assholes? Just a, right? another why example not, of why I'm the better brother here because I predicted the real reason for it, and meanwhile, Chris, what was your reason that you predicted? My reason was that they didn't need that fifth guy for the fir- for the first week of the season, and that it was they were just going to call him up later when they needed him. Okay, but if he was that good and they were that confident in him because they want to use a bullpen arm why because but if he's that good ha- and they that... have an extra bullpen arm now right and okay they're not going to use montgomery for the first week so why, why? Have him on the roster but why not because he's not going to start they're going to skip his start like why would they because, do that though if because, they're that confident in him because there's the off days they do that almost every year though but what did you say time. didn't you were so you were telling us last night because they want to make sure he's 100 percent so why is he pitching in the sixth game of the season what's going to happen in that in those first five games Okay, I didn't you just said that just now? I'm telling you, bro. Boone can. This is from it's Brian Hoax. Aaron Boone confirms Jordan Montgomery will pitch the sixth game of the regular season. Okay, and he's, then I'm wrong. Then I was wrong. Right. There you go. Okay. 100%. I, I'm okay. fine with admitting when I'm wrong. As long as you have good proof that I'm wrong and it's not just your opinion. No, I think that's good you proof. Attacked, you, you attacked ryan and i last night you were the superior being because you, you guys why. fought me so bad when i just mentioned the 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 idea that the yankees might not be 100 percent confident with him because he he hasn't had a full start yet where he's come out of it and said yeah i feel good no, Did, you do you remember him. what he sounded like? No, I really don't. I actually no, like you Jordan hate Montgomery. him as much as ryan loves tyler wade no right. no that's false that's false that's false Hey, do you remember how bad he sounded in Toronto? I've never heard a player sound so poor in my life. What, He's just year? like they were like they were like that. they were like Jordan. They were like Jordan. How do you feel? Just so he's like, well, not that good. 
That's like, the first time he pitched in a fucking over saying, a year. Yeah, but it's the first and only thing the Yankees have really heard he from looked, the guy. He looked good in that exhibition game, though. No, he looked great. His curveball was free, and he's throwing harder. Yeah. So Michael King made the team, which, okay. Uh, was that know, just for show? No, I don't think it's for show. I think they really like him, and I think he can really be a weapon to maybe if they're going to open with Chad Green, he could be a weapon behind yeah. Chad Green. Because think about it, your boy Nestor Cortez is serving up home runs in Seattle now. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's they should just they should just rename the Seattle Mariners the New York Landmine, the New York <laughs> Landfill, because that's where Brian Cashman dumps all his fucking garbage is out in Seattle. That's where any Brian Cashman wants to get rid of somebody. That's where he goes. He goes over to the Mariners. You- Justice Sheffield. Fucking trash. Goodbye. Trade him Seattle. Nestor Cortez Jr., you're fucking waste. You're, you just go to Seattle, you bum. You know, that's the- like Seattle, no one cares about Seattle baseball, like ever. You never hear it talked and about. Even, and even think about Robinson Cano. The Yankees didn't technically trade him, <laughs> but he's kind of, he, that's where he wound up. And now you really want to talk about becoming trash. Now he fucking wound up. He's with the Mets now. Like, do he's going to get anything worse for him. Do you think. If there's like a hundred diehard Seattle fans out there still, do you think they sit there every time Cashman makes a move like this and they just go, "Are you fucking kidding me? He fell for it again. Who's the GM over there?" I couldn't tell. He you. fucking fell for it again, and now we got another Ross walk. Atkins. Ross Atkins. Ross, come on, Ross. Since 2015. Now you took Nestor Cortez, you fucking moron. <laughs> Did Adam Warren end up there for? He might have. I don't know off the top of my head. But yeah, I think so. Right, Michael Pineda. To, yeah, Michael Pineda. No, the Yankees. See, but there you go. Michael Pineda, the Yankees knew what trash Jose Montero, <laughs> Jose, Jesus Montero oh, right. was out to Seattle. <laughs> right. At least the Yankees got some good starts out of Michael Pineda. What did the fuck did Seattle ever get out of Jesus Montero? They got like uh, an inning. Yeah. So, uh, Patrick, he says, the starters. Who are the starters? It's going to be if he's referring to the pitching rotation. It's going to be Garrett Cole, uh, James Paxton, the Tank, uh, Hap, and uh, looks like Jordan Montgomery. Right? That's your five. I really can't argue with any of those five. I really can't. And he wants to know who the difference now, is between. All right, what's the difference? Who's gonna what? If you got to pick one difference maker to get the Yankees over the hump and into the World Series this year, I mean, it's is this it's the same guy every day? It, it's this, yeah. no, it's the same guy. It's the same guy every year. Who's gonna be the difference between them making it or not? I mean, are we talking difference in the playoffs? Then of course it's Garrett Cole, right? I mean, you need your ace to be a horse. But if we're talking about who's going to put them in the best position, what if you need your ace to be a whore? I say whore. No, the biggest difference maker is going to be Jay Happ. I mean, you have this guy for twelve starts. You, is he? He is because you need him to be somewhat like the guy. He can't go out there in twelve starts and only come away with two or three wins and nine losses. If he's that bad, he's not going to be making that many starts. Well, we need him to though. What if Michael King's that good? If Michael King's that good, then that's a different story. But that's more of a question mark to me than can Jay Happy, the guy from two years ago instead of last year. 
And I think James Paxson's going to be really important too because you think you'll have Cole going. He should give you six strong sure. innings. And then that following game, you're going to want to get some length out of Paxton yeah. to save the bullpen and keep But keep you know what, right? Up. The reason why I don't say him is because when I think of the difference maker, no, I, like, I, like I think of guys who I'm unsure point. of and yeah. who need to sway the right way here. But I do. And Paxton, I have so much confidence in now. I think Hap has to be that do guy. Do the Yankees have a number two? Two pitcher, I guess. Yeah, you could say number Tanaka two. could be a number two, but a number two Paxton. Yeah, I'm saying without Paxton. Oh, I mean, you, look, you, Tanaka in a regular season is always going to th- be a question mark. But I mean, Patrick, if you're talking about the postseason, bro, this rotation, just those three guys, are enough because you got Garrett Cole, you got a guy in Tanaka in who just doesn't lose. I mean, his last outing wasn't the greatest, but he, he, you know, he buckled down a little bit in the postseason. And then you have that bullpen. Yeah. Our pitching is the least of my worries right now. The least of what my do, worries. What's the most of your worries? Well, that's honestly one of the answers to our to the poll was was really my biggest worry, if you want to call it a worry. Uh, so I'll wait to get to it. All right, and here we uh, we got this also from uh, Hoke, is that Arolas Chapman is mostly symptom-free, but he's still continuing to test positive. So it looks like we're still we're going to be at least two solid weeks before we see Arolas Chapman out there. Now, knowing that, are you concerned about the bullpen at all? No. No. I, you know what I'm <laughs> – listen, as much as I respect Chapman and I think he's a great closer, I – I worry about him when he's on the mound regardless. So he could have 20 good st- uh, saves in a row, and I still hold my breath when he comes out in the ninth. If if I feel that way, then I don't think the, the bullpen is sacrificing anything here. All right. Uh, RB Beltran, we'll move, off of, uh, move on to the next one here. He says, starting pitching, in particular, Happ and Paxton, which version of Happ are we getting? Uh, the one from last year or the previous year, where he went undefeated for the Yankees. I don't know. Did he go undefeated? But he was, re- he like was really good. Yeah, when he came here in the second half, I don't. I believe and he for, didn't lose a game. All right, so we'll take the first part of this until uh, the postseason. Yeah. Starting pitching, Hap and Paxton. Those are his two big concerns. Do did you think uh, that game in the ALCS where Paxton was like, "Let's go, let's fucking go"? Was that him turning it? That corner? was the moment. I yep. mean, that's the moment where he took his fucking balls in his hand and he said, I'm a New York Yankee and I'm going to show them what the fuck I'm made of. And he did. And I think once you have that moment, there's no turning back. And let's not forget something about about Paxton. Let's not forget how fucking dominant he was to end the season. What, he had 11 or 12 straight starts where this guy just fucking... I mean... If you really take away those 10, 11 starts, his season was nothing to, to write home about. He turned it around to a point where he was just lights out and then carried that into the postseason. He really fucking, he honestly showed me a different side to him in the postseason. I do not worry about James Paxson at all. I think he found himself not only as a Yankee, but as a Major League Baseball player in general. Yeah. Are you concerned about him? Do you think he's overcome? This is part of his question about um, Paxton. Is that he wants to know if we're con- you're concerned about him overcoming the issues 
of giving up runs in the first inning. Is that do you think that's behind him now? That's honestly something he forgot even was happening. I mean, it, it's just as simple as that. He, he he doesn't even remember that that was an issue. You know who remembers that? You. You as a fan. You remember that shit. But Major League Baseball players do not remember that shit. This was the reason he turned his game on. Paxton upped his curveball usage. Yes. In fact, he, he'd thrown at least 25 curves in five of his last seven starts. This was uh, an article in September. And that's worth noting because prior to those seven starts, he'd thrown 20 or more curves in just one game all year. So once he started really throwing that curveball, mm-hmm. he became a completely different pitcher. And just to get back on uh, Jay Happ, his 2018 season, he made 11 starts for the Yankees. So probably right around that same number he'll make this year, if that. 12. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying maybe he'll he'll miss. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he went seven and zero, posted a two point six nine earned run average in sixty three and two third innings uh, last year. Twelve and eight with a four point nine one. So if he could find some middle ground this year, you can't go out there and, and have 19. a four nine one. My right. issue with Paxton is his health. If he's health, and I and I did preface this by saying, outside of staying healthy, what are the biggest question right. marks surrounding the Yankees this year? And but I'll break my own rule here. My biggest question mark with Paxton is health. If he's healthy, uh, he, I mean, there's no reason to think that he can't be a legit number two behind Garrett Absolutely. 100%. And, and Hap, which version? And, and I think Ryan hit it on the head. Find me a middle ground between what you were in 2018 and what you were in 2019. If you can be in the middle somewhere, be a guy that pitches to a 410 ERA, I mean, that's good. That's good enough. I'll take that from my I personally, last year, I feel like Hap came out and he was trying to be too cautious. He was worried so much about not, not, you know, Here's the releasing everything he had in the tank. And I feel like this year he'll have a little more, he'll be a little more, you know. The issue with Hap was that he gave up 34 home runs last year. The most he's, he's a given fly up ball pitcher and everybody was, was hitting home runs last yeah, year. And, 27 and, in 2018, 34. But if you, last if you year. really look at his game logs, he pitched a lot better in the second half of the season last yeah. year. No, he definitely did. But find me a middle ground, like yeah. we said. What was his final ERA last year, Ryan? Like 4 9? 4 9 1. And guys, let's not forget something. The person who ruined New York pitching for the last however many right. years is gone. Forgot about that. Right? Larry. So evil Larry is gone now, guys. Mm-hmm. Right? He's What's the, the new guy's name? Something Blake? Matt Blake. Matt Blake. I'm, I'm excited for that. I forgot about I'm that actually aspect of this there, uh, people, I, From everything I've heard like coming out of reports for from the Yankees and stuff, they love this guy. Yeah. Like he's got he's on top of his shit. Good. So that's exciting too. And I took myself down this rabbit hole on Sunday because I was I was bored and I, just I love rabbit holes. Man. Uh, I'm sure you do. Um, is that <clears throat> some some Reds fan tweeted and got on my timeline that uh, Sonny Gray's curveball makes him horny? I think it was the, how he <laughs> he raised it. And you know I I couldn't I couldn't leave that alone. You know me. I, yeah. I couldn't leave that alone. And I said, yeah, wait until he has to throw it in a pressure situation. <laughs> And uh, you know, parent. Then I then I got attacked by the Reds fans. You know, uh, you know, you guys are stupid for trading him. Yeah, we were so stupid. That yeah, he was great. Fuck. He had a seventy ERA. Guy, yeah, guy had a fucking seventy ERA every time he pitched at home. And then and the, you know, and then and then I actually had Yankee fans being like, "Oh, it was like they're coming at me like, like oh, Larry did that." No, 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 no. 
Larry didn't do that. Sonny did that. Why did Sonny have? We say this shit all the time. We talk about the word cloud. Gotta blame someone other than the person. We had we had talked about the word cloud last week, right? This is on my. This is definitely my word cloud right here. It's probably in. It's probably the only thing on my fucking word cloud. Why is his ERA seven in the Bronx and three on the road? How? Why was Larry? Larry was a good pitching coach on the road, but a bad one at home. Yes, that makes most sense. It almost makes as much sense as uh, Canada not letting the Blue Jays play at home. And then I said, I said, I said to the Reds fans, I was like, listen, I'm not surprised at all that he was phenomenal last year, and I expect him to be great again this year because now, now there's really no pressure. There's nobody in the fucking stands to bother him. (laughs) And they're like, oh, no, it's his curveball usage, and you guys yeah. didn't know how to pitch with him. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, right, okay. Look, my eyes showed me somebody <laughs> that was fucking. Horny. <laughs> That's a great tweet. My my eyes showed me that somebody was scared. He was legitimately scared to pitch in he the Bronx. He was so scared. And then, and then they're like, oh, he didn't make – I was like, every time Sonny Gray had a post-game interview and he got bombed, he had a fucking excuse for why he didn't pitch well. And they're like, oh, no, that, that was because uh, – Well, because you know, Larry pitching. came out and told me not to throw my slider <laughs> so much. But then I was like, Larry, let me throw my curveball. And then I just couldn't <laughs> throw a first strike. <laughs> I feel like that's how Larry look, communicated, just look, in grunts. Look, and I – I even said this, you know, Reds fans, you have every right to come at me and defend Sonny Gray right now. That's your prerogative. Yeah. He's your guy. He pitched really well for you last year. But I'm telling you, I watched with my own eyes a guy that could not handle the fucking bright lights in New York City. He couldn't do it. He just couldn't do it. I'm sorry. Listen, if you're a Reds fan and you want to defend him as a as a Red, like I would never come out of come out a Reds fan right now and say he is sucked as a Red. I think he's he was great last year for them. But don't sit here and rip me for me ripping him from when he was in New York unless you actually followed him during those times. He looked like a fucking kid, like in the movies, that gets bullied. And, like, he's just waiting for the kids to come up and steal his fucking lunch money. And he's just you know sitting there like is? this. Like, you know what? <laughs> like that? You know, that you know that what was fucking is? Sonny Gray you know, in New York. You know the perfect, the perfect analogy for Sonny Gray? Home Alone. Okay. When Macaulay Culkin finally grows the balls to walk outside of the house, this is Sonny Gray taking the mound at Yankee Stadium, and he goes, I'm not afraid anymore. I'm not <laughs> afraid anymore. And then he walks and then outside. The, and then the guy with the shovel <laughs> pops up on the street, and he screams and runs back in the house. Yeah, that's Sonny, that's Gray, Sonny the Gray the minute that somebody – that the minute fucking Mookie Betts steps in the yeah, box. I agree. Or, or it could have even been Benny the Jet Rodriguez. That's how scared Sonny Gray was <sighs> Fuck that to movie. take the mound. And okay, you know what, Chris? Can we get to just, the next you're thing just here? Be down. But uh, just just to wrap up, Sonny Gray here. Any Yankee fan coming to the defense of Sonny Gray, you're fucking delusional. I'm sorry. Seriously, Larry Rothschild may not have been the the greatest pitching coach in history, and maybe he attributed to some of Sonny's uh, lack of success here. But come on, don't ever. If you're a Yankee fan, you cannot fucking take up for Sonny Gray. I'm sorry. Can we have a logical debate, real quick? It'll take two seconds. Like this, okay. this is two logical people having a debate about Sonny Gray and whose fault it is. Ready? Okay. I'm going to tell you Sonny Gray sucks. Okay. Then you tell me it's Larry's fault. Okay. Okay. Sonny Gray sucks. No, but it was really Larry. Okay. Then why was he good on the road? Why do you have a three area on the road and a seven area at home? 
Oh, it was because Larry was old and he used to nap during the games on the road, so it was somebody, you know. Oh, okay. Thank you so much. Do you have fact <laughs> for that, or should I just take you for your word? Uh, take me for my word. Okay, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, that's it. That's the only way you can debate people anymore. All right. Okay. Anyway, let's move on to uh, Mike D. Uh, uh, Mike D. 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 Stands Mike D. Three sixteen. I uh, want some of his Dick. biggest concern. What? Mikey Digbick. How are ya? All right. Anyway, he wants to know. He says, can they hit and manufacture runs in the postseason? Hey, Mike, I've, I have a question for you. I have a question for your question. Who gives a fuck? Okay. Uh, we all, I mean, we all do. Because... Yankee podcast. <laughs> Listen, that's a great. Like in, that's a great one to to. And the, in the long line of dumb things you said on this show, that might be the, that might be the dumbest. <laughs> Dumber than Mikey Digbeck. Um. Yeah. Hey, listen, Mike. Seriously, that's always why they can't get it done. I mean, uh, you know, you look at how they lost. No, the they. And it was just the they didn't. Work no, the last when, game up. when they can't get it done is when they can't hit home runs. Yeah, but you look at that Houston series last year. They. Barely hit the ball. You look at that 2018 season when they got eliminated by Boston. What I mean, Stanton was up every time with runners in scoring position. He had made the final out with, I think, the bases loaded or second and third, something. They never come through when it matters most in the postseason. That's when when they, when they the last 11 years, that's, that's how it's been. That's what it's been. It's a legitimate concern. It really is. It is. These guys become different players in the postseason. They didn't have the pitching to win the World Series last year, but they lost the LCS because they didn't get the yeah. big hit when it mattered. Yeah, but can we... Okay, in all fairness, in all seriousness, it's a great question, but what I'm trying to say is I don't think it should turn into can they hit and manufacture runs in the postseason. I think it should just be can they manufacture runs in general, though either the same way they've been doing all year or can they find a way. It's different in the postseason, bro. They can't bludgeon people. Yeah, no, I understand 100%. But then we need to have a different approach throughout the year. We can't just, you know, it's fine to rely on the home run all year if if it's helping you win. But if you already know that that can't get you to the next level when it comes to October, then we need to take a different approach at this. All right, so when if, you know, let's say DJ and Aaron Judge lead off with singles, you got first and second, nobody out, you want Glaber to bunt them over? I Maybe. Maybe. Okay, now we can move on. What? Wait, hold on a second. <laughs> because this is what I'm talking about, though. In the postseason, maybe you that's what you to need. fucking bunt in the first? Who's to say he's the best player this year? Right? You give you gotta give me a little more context. Is he batting three fifty with twelve home runs and, and forty RBIs at this no, point? No, it's it's fair that maybe there there needs to be some sort of a different approach, but also you really they were so depleted by the time October started last year that they they, they couldn't even use the, the Bronx bomber mentality because yeah. they didn't have the, the resources for it. Anyway. Who was hurt who was hurt in that postseason last year? Did Stanton, Stanton miss most of it? Yeah, he missed most Voight of was it. benched. No, Hicks Voight was didn't hurt. Come, Hicks didn't play until like the midway through the ALCS. Yeah, so there you go. So yeah, Talkman was wasn't out. there. That's another guy he, he could have to my pop, point though, I don't pop. mean shit like Glaber bunting and whatever. What I mean is let's manufacture a lineup first that allows me to have guys who put the ball in play and not necessarily so like so first of all throw away the whole power hitter and who's gonna 
protect who and hit home runs and hit the ball over the fence. Give me guys who can mm-hmm. get on base and then follow them up. Anyone who strikes out at a high rate who is not putting the ball in play, I don't care what your name is, you're at the bottom of the lineup. So that that doesn't sound as much of a strategy problem for them. In your eyes, it sounds like they might it might be a roster problem. One hundred. They, they by next year they might have to to shake things up and and make some changes. No, it's not even that because just, their just lineup mix is up built, the lineup. It's but it's so power heavy. It's it's one through nine. You have guys that that are capable of hitting that 20 can or more. hit home runs absolutely. But do they have to? DJ can hit a lot of home runs, but does he have to? No. But you don't Gar- pick and choose your power. No, I'm not. But I'm. What I'm saying is, home runs are not bad. But when they either come all or nothing, right? They are. Right. Well, then. But then, my point is that the, then the Yankees have too many home run hitters on in in their on their roster. No, they have too many all or nothing home run hitters. Is what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, I'm, I'm saying power pure two, homers. Well, they, they have two guys, in my opinion. They have Stanton and Sanchez. Yes. Sanchez, and Sanchez can Judge can be a well, much Judge better. Is, no, Judge is a okay, good no, hitter. You're, you're right. You're right. I Sanchez should be a much better hitter, but he's not. Sanchez gets he gets in Stanton, his own head where he wants Voight, to be a home run hitter. I would say Voight. Uh, he he hits. I'm he sorry. Hits you think average. I'm crazy, but I'm putting I'm putting Sanchez and Stanton. In the six, seven, eight slot, somewhere in there, I yeah, am. Put him 10, 11, 12. Don't no, I am. Like Kyle Higashio can play. Uh, I no, can't, I, I can't, am, dude. I can't I am. start the year. I can't start the year uh, hitting my future oh, catcher no, 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 and no. my long-term outfielder or DH in Stanton. I can't. I can't do that. To no, them no, 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 no. When you're planning on having them for a, the foreseeable. No, future. no, no. I'm talking about October when things aren't okay. working. Yeah, well, that's what they did. I'm with moving, A-Rod, right, them. Christian? I'm he moving was for uh, Raul Abanez. Pinch hit him in the in that uh, yeah. Royal series. In I'm sorry. If, when it was. comes down to it, if if they show me even the smallest bit of them not putting the ball in okay. play, they're to to the bottom. I don't care what the fuck your name is. I don't care what you're getting paid because it worked with A Rod. Yeah, it worked. Worked real well. They won that game. It did. Yeah. I mean, Ab- moment, look at how many moment. big hits Abanias had. That no, oh, yeah, I'm, it worked I'm, for Abanias. It didn't work for A Rod. It didn't do anything. It worked for, for the team. Is I what agree I'm saying. with that though, especially if they have a sluggish regular season and they go into the playoffs and their first three postseason games are Dude, over. It was, it was the same guys 12. over and over. It was Encarnacion. It was yeah. Sanchez. It was Stanton. Yeah. Well, Stanton, you can't really rip. Stanton actually had good at bats where he, he, was he got he, he got on couldn't get on the field. He yeah, that was it. Right, right. But you know, I think he would. Yeah, I think he would have been healthy. He could have had a big postseason. Yeah, I think. I think really the only bad, really true at bat that I remember him having was in Game One against the Twins. Yeah, the bases loaded. I think he he. He got a little overexcited, but after that, he was taking his walks. He wasn't chasing. He turned his wrist over, right? And he, like, ground, weak grounder or some shit. Yeah. Something like it was that. a good at bat, though. So, uh, this might be Chris's burner account here. Uh, Yankee Freak Show uh, wants to know he, his biggest concern or her. I don't know. It's uh, Yeah, this is uh, this was my number one thing. How will Miguel Andujar get at bats? Yeah. I mean, that's my number one concern. For and sure. You know, how he's, you know how he's going to get at bats? How? Gio Urshela gets hit by a bus. Yeah. He, listen, man. Gio Urshela better fucking tear the cover off the ball. Because Andujar is right you, on his ass. I'll give you a quick breakdown of how this would have worked out for Miguel Andujar in 162 games. Throw him out in left field. See how it goes. 60 games? No. Can't do it. You can't experiment with no. 60 games. Can't do it. DH? 
Doesn't sound like the Yankees have any interest in right now in having John Carl Stanton play the outfield. And I honestly, I'd rather have Guardy out there, Hicks and Judge. It's a fucking phenomenal defensive outfield right there. And so where are you getting your bats DH? And Urshela? I think it's fair to give him the he's got it. I think it's fair. He's the yeah, he's got to just tear the player. cover off the ball. He does. Even if he doesn't, what if he hits 265? Nah, he can't. Short think, leash. With his defense? No, Short leash, I think bro. With his, I, I'm telling you, Andujar looks this good. I said 265. Andujar looks this good at the plate right now. You cannot looked, afford to have him on the bench every single game. And I think you're wrong. I, I think they will experiment with him in the outfield more than you think. Not a lot. But I think you'll see it more than we would expect to see it. Because I really think they want him in this lineup. Well, they see play, him hitting the ball. Might he play three games in left field? I can't what see What about first base? Five. You see him playing first at all? No. no. But you want to know why? Because Mike Ford is breathing down yeah. Luke Voigt's neck. Yeah. Right? yeah, look, there's good competition. Yeah. But you can't let Miguel Andujar get stale is, is concern number A. And concern B is he's just that good. You need him in this fucking lineup right now. Now. If DJ's gonna miss, is DJ gonna miss a little time? I think that came out. I don't, I don't I think it's one hundred percent yet. Okay, He's trying to, to get out there. The lineup, we have to wait for the lineup to come out tomorrow. Is there a way they can make something? I guess not. I guess that wouldn't matter. Yeah, and even if Lemayu's not playing, how does yeah, that it wouldn't. I guess it wouldn't matter. But I don't know, man. This is my number one concern right now because. He's just too good to not have in this lineup. It's, not a, it's really not a concern for me if he does or he doesn't play. Uh, it is for me. He's that good. I mean, he, you forget how good he was. The team is that low. Yeah, but is Gio Urshela really that much better than than Andujar? Or or are we just remembering what we what we've seen last? If he takes a hundred point dip on his, let's say he takes a fifty point dip on his batting average, and he's okay. hitting around two sixty this year. With his defense, he's still to me. How many? Ru- I don't give a shit what his what his average is. How many runs is he producing for me? You know, I'm not an average guy. I, I care about how many runs he's producing. What are you driving? Seventy last year. He probably scored. You look, uh, up, you look up. The last year is seventy four. I'm gonna get Miguel Andujar from seventy four RBI. How many runs did he score? Scored seventy three runs. Yeah, so 21 home up. runs, too. 21. All right. And Miguel Ander had 92 in 2018 and scored 83 runs. So how many did Gio score? 73. And how many RBIs? 74. It's not even close. What's the on-base percentage? Yes, it is. because On-base percentage, 328. 355 for, the, for Gio. But he's still, not, have, he's still not scoring as many runs, so who cares? You have to But he's not hitting in, in that same... He doesn't have that same role. Andujar that year was stepping up because everyone else. Uh, we're talking about the runner-up for rookie of the year. Yeah, he, he batted almost three hundred. He had a yeah, different we're talking role. About though. a guy that can't play defense. Okay, yeah. but again, uh, again, all I'm saying is, you want to do what they did in 2018? Have him get two at bats and take him out of the game? Is that what you want? That, Listen, bro, I, do you see them maybe potentially doing that? Having Andujar start some games and then in the sixth, seventh inning, go to Urshela? Yeah. Dude, no, I would pull him as soon as he got a second at bat. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Bro, all I'm saying is these numbers are not a joke. No, they're not, but he no, can't play. Like not three, a joke, 300, not a joke, 300 batting average, pretty much. He was the man. The dude had Set 90. the record, right, for this doubles? This is his rookie year. His rookie, rookie year. An unreal. 
I mean, 47 doubles, Nobody 27 home runs. Offense so this no is, but this like is a concern for me play. to not have this in a lineup. Yeah, right. That's a concern for me is his defense. Let's just talk about one thing. This team is so fucking loaded that my biggest concern is getting a guy in the lineup. I mean, that's, that's a, a good, good thing. This team is so loaded that it doesn't concern me who's not in the lineup right now. If you're telling me Judge Glaber, no, Sanchez, Stan, I'm just Hicks, trying to find a these concern. These guys are all healthy. If you need me, and I don't need Miguel and Duhar. But if you need, if you need me to find a concern, this would be my biggest concern. This is Pitching is not my concern. It, here, Depth in the, the lineup is not my concern. But the bullpen is so not this, my concern. This is my concern. Say? What did you just say? You have to find a concern. This is how fucking loaded. Yes, that's what I just said. This team is so loaded that this is my concern that I had to find. I had to find this concern. (laughs) We have to find it. I had to find concerns. All right. So let's close out the show with this. Give me a win total, Ryan. What's the Yankees win total this year? Don't go. I don't care what you. No postseason predictions. What's their win total? Vegas, they're at thirty-seven and a half. I'll put them at. 40 wins, 40, 40 wins even, 40 and 20 this year. Chris. I got him 37 and 23. I did the math yes, uh, last week. Christian? I, I know I got hearing people out there say they're going to win 45 games, which is, if they do that, I mean, that's just going to be ridiculous. But I, I'll say 39. Happen. I yeah. think 39 wins, and that, that's, that should be more than enough. I, I think, think 37 to 39 is very realistic. 39 wins will get them into the postseason. And if it doesn't, then, yeah. you know. Just tip your hat to the. I think team. I pretty much just did uh, the percentage of team wins with each pitcher that's going to be going. Do um, the Yankees play the Mets early in the season? Like, th- like the Astros oh, won seventy like, uh, percent of August. Garrett Cole's games last year. So Stroman will be back most likely by the time that series. Uh, I got thirty. I think I had thirty-seven wins, which I huh. think does it easily. Yeah, that's anyway. So I think we're all sitting between 37 and 40. So I think that that would be a great number for the Yankees. What did you hit. say, right? 40? 40 even. Yeah, 40. That's bold. I like it, though. All right. That's so here team. we go. You know, you're going to listen to this podcast. You're going to watch the Yankees. Hopefully, fingers crossed, the rain stays away. Let's go. Let's do this. We waited a long, long, long time for the season to get underway. It's our big post, our big uh, free agent acquisition, Garrett Cole, baby. Baby. going to pitch for the New York Yankees in a game that means something against Max Scherzer and the defending world champion. Uh, what are the what Washington are Nationals. Washington, I, could, I was going into my spiel there, and I forgot what, it, what team it was. The Washington Nationals. So that's how excited I am. I can't even remember who they're playing tomorrow. But let's go. Let's do this. Let's go. Let's get some baseball. And I'm I'm ready, guys. I don't know about you, but I'm fucking ready for this. So I mean, ready. my mood's dampened a little with this fucking rain. But you know what? You go- it's not really showing rain. Yeah, I think the lightning. Kind of like no, okay, it's sh- it shows. Oh no, I guess not. It's fucking weather up sucks. All right, you're the guy on News 12 who doesn't know what he's talking about. Whatever. You're not Al Roker. I demoted you. All right, so thank you for listening to episode 185 of the NYYST podcast. Please follow us on Twitter at NYY Sports Talk. Uh, stat Guy Rye. Go Yanks. Give me a little more enthusiasm. Go Yanks. I don't want to be too All loud. All right, Chris, say goodbye. Peace.